For all you lovers of the Beehive State, welcome to the Utah Fan Club Podcast, where we're spreading the buzz about why Utah is the bee's knees. This western state is quite the hub to learn more. Join with us at the Utah Fan Club. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Wazi Tech, Utah's premier IT support company. They will help you with any of your IT needs. Go to www.wazitech.com. That's W-A-Z-I-T-E-C-H.com. Utah, hello. Thanks for listening to the Utah Fan Club podcast. And my name's Steph, and I'm the ambassador of this fan club. And I'm writing solo today because my co-host had a little work emergency. But that's okay because our episode's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm interviewing Susan Honey from Honey's Marketplace in Kanab, Utah. Now, Kanab's in Kane County, and it's the first time we've ever done an interview of a business in Kane County. And you guys, Susan is a remarkable woman. So let me just give you some stats. So out of the 450 independently owned associated food stores in Utah and the surrounding states, only three of those grocery stores are owned by women. And Susan is one of those three. So she's a woman that's paving her way in a male-dominated industry, which who knew that the grocery industry was predominantly male? So Susan, how did you get started in the grocery industry? Well, in 1989, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had eight children, and my husband had been out of work. And we had the opportunity to purchase a grocery store here in Kanab. It was a really difficult thing because there were people who had more money, more skill than we did. But with a lot of hard work, we came up with the down payment and we purchased what was in the IGA grocery store. So I started doing the financial parts of the business from home and continued for 24 years until March of 2013. Because of a life-changing experience, I made the choice to purchase what is now Honey's Marketplace. And at the time, I was scared to death because I'd never been involved in the day-to-day operation of the business. And I didn't even, you know, here I was, I didn't even know how to run it. So I had to learn the operations of the grocery store, and I needed to have a clear vision of how to do that. Talk about scary. You've been involved in the grocery business, but you were more doing the finance side to you're doing the everyday operations. And you said you had no clue. What are some of the things that you had to learn how to do? Well, first, just the functionality of the store, like the front doors were breaking. There were no emergency doors at all in the building. Um, The dumpsters didn't have lids. There were flies and crows everywhere. Where There were 16 old compressors. And that's a lot that ran 24-7. The freezer doors would sweat puddles of water onto the floor, which created a slip hazard. Uh, The roof leaked. We had to put buckets out every time it rained. There was no heat on the north, the south side of the building. And it's a 30,000-square-foot store. So these were some of the physical challenges. Then the, you know, managing people and creating a culture inside of the store. Those things needed to be done, but physically it had to be safe to even work there or shop there. 
So the things that you're describing, is not like you can just put duct tape on and you're good to go. There's some serious mechanical issues that were going on. Did you know how to fix any of these things? Did you already have that knowledge or nope. did you have to learn along the way? I, I didn't know anything about compressors, condensers, freezer doors, fryers, deli hood. And all of this had to be replaced. And so over the past six years, I've done multiple repair projects and redone the store, redone the parking lot to create this safe environment that we could start building a culture inside the store. Well, you should be proud of yourself. That sounds like you've done a lot these past couple of years of getting the store up and going in that safe environment so that you could create the culture that you want. So let's say you could go back to when you're first starting. Now, after knowing everything you do, would there be some words of wisdom that you would give yourself um, to help you along the way? I don't know how you prepare for anything like that. I had a friend tell me, you just have to keep showing up and you just have to keep working at it. And sometimes you just want to cry because it doesn't seem like it's ever going to end or it's ever going to work out. But now I can look at the store and it's it's really satisfying to see how my family, employees, and the community all pulled together to to kind of add support to this project. It's so great to not just see your family and friends support you, but also the community. And as you've been able to establish yourself more at Ames Marketplace, have you had the opportunity to give back to the community? We try and do we. We do fundraisers and we support all of the community events, the community. We try and be as as much involved as we can. And so in September, we always do a family fun night um, in conjunction with the Kane Coalition. And that coalition is to teach families what they can do to stop underage drinking. And because we don't sell beer or cigarettes at the store, um, we are part of that coalition, and we do a family fun night where we offer free dinner and do education for families, what they can do to strengthen their families. And this year, we had over 800 people come, and we fed them that night and educated them what they could do to strengthen their families. Something unique about your store is you don't sell cigarettes or alcohol. What was the reasoning behind that? What they do to... um they don't support the family. They don't make the family better. And we try and do things that improve family life. So in the store, we've tried to create an atmosphere like Disneyland. I love Disneyland, and I had to have a vision in the beginning. And Disneyland is fun. It's clean. It's interactive. There's music. And I feel like we've been able to accomplish that to a point with the awesome team that we have. We offer free balloons. The kids have merry-go-round rides that they for free. And then we offer free samples. But the biggest thing is we have a really friendly staff. And in fact, some of our customers ask if we give them happy pills every day because everybody's so happy. Now, occasionally you get somebody who's having a bad day and they struggle. But for the most part, it is a really um, clean, fun, happy place to shop. 
I love that people ask if you're giving them happy pills. That's cool that you're fostering this environment where your employees are genuinely loving talking to the customers. Well, thank you. And we get that compliment all the time. <laughs> so they do they do appreciate it and they do enjoy it. So Knapp's a smaller town. Tell us a little bit about what is it like? So the population's around 5,000 and Knapp is right in the center of the national park. So we've got Diane and Bryce, Lake Powell, Grand Canyon, and it's just a beautiful place where all of these people come from all over the world. And we've tried to create a place that we welcome these people and we feel like we're ambassadors for Knapp. So the store that's atones and we want it to be clean and welcoming and friendly and safe and fun. So people enjoy shopping there and that they remember Canal. It's all about where we live. We're proud of where we live. As a fellow ambassador, I just want to thank you guys for doing your part to welcome everyone to the great Beehive State. Thank you. We enjoy doing that. We're proud of Utah. As we're on the topic of Kanab, and since you're a local, I just wanted to ask, what should people do when they come to Kanab besides going to Honey's Marketplace? Of course, that should be the first stop. <laughs> what, what, what else do they have? Well, you can spend days. There's the Mansur Trail. There's Peekaboo Canyon. There's the Squaw Trail. You can go to any of the parks. The Toadstool, Buckskin Gulch. There's the Lottery for the Wave. Beautiful, beautiful area. And then the history of Kanab is really unique. Um, Brigham Young called people from Salt Lake to come down and to settle this area. It, next year will be our Southwest Centennial for Kanab. So that's a pretty young, you know, community, really 150 years old when you look at the whole United States or the world. That's a pretty new community. But the history of it is pretty unique, and we have a lot of historic buildings still. So there is a monument where John Wesley Powell came, and the cross piece on top is where he started the grid to do the mapping system for this area. So I think it's a great place to live. And we have more sunny days than San Diego is what they claim. What? I didn't know that. That's awesome. More sunny days than San Diego. Cool fact. So let's switch gears for a second, Susan. I want to brag about Honey's Marketplace. So last year you guys received a prestigious award, and this is a big deal. So at Rural Day on the Hill, the governor's office announced the Rural Businesses of the Year Awards, and each county had a business that won this award. And for Kane County, Honey's Marketplace won. So when you found out about this when you see the award, what were your feelings surrounding this? I mean, this is a big deal. It was a great experience, but what was really great about it was being at the Capitol on, the it's called um, Roll Dam Hill, and listening to all of the um, government leaders talk about rural economic development and what this means for Utah and listening to the governor. And when he honored the farmers, and did you know that the farmers are are only 1% of the population who provide all the food and fiber for all of us? And those people work really hard. And I was really touched um, that he brought as many as he could up there and honored them. 
Yeah, that is cool that you guys were able to go to the Capitol and to be honored. So, so now everyone knows you guys received this award, but what else sets Honey Marketplace apart? What are some things that you do that are unique? Okay, I know what we've got. We've got our own homemade ranch. We do, we have a smoker and we do smoked ribs. And we've got a cut fruit program, our crab salad, our made fresh from a family recipe. You know, we have bags that we sell at the store, the Honey's Marketplace reusable bags. And they were designed for our store. We designed them. And it says, life is sweet. And life really is sweet when you care about people. And that's, that is the goal. Everything else is just on the side. If you really care about people, that's what matters. All the food you describe sound delicious, but the really priceless thing is this love that you and your staff have for the people that come through the doors. And it just was making me think. I used to work with the elderly population, and just to hear the difference of their lifestyle to today. And it just seemed like back in the day, people went to the grocery store to meet their neighbors, to have conversations, to get out in their community. And nowadays with self-checkouts and everything, people are rushed. And sometimes you aren't even like looking the cashier in the eyes and saying hello. And so I think it's cool that that's really what you guys bring to the table that's unique is this environment, this Disneyland happy environment of people that just want to connect with the other people, whether they're from Utah or another country, um, just to to be there with a smiling face. Even the ones that come from all over the world, we get them and we ask when we're bagging their groceries, where are you from? You know, what are you doing here? What can we do to help? And we have pamphlets on what they can do in the area. We can help them with the city map to show them where they can eat. Because we are concerned, we are in the people business. We just happen to sell groceries. And we just want to make it a great experience for people. And we really do love and care about people. Well, and I bet with that mentality in this environment that you're having, if the lines are a little longer, like people don't care as much because it's this happy environment. Oh, well, if they have to stand in line, we have snicker bars that we give them. And we apologize for the inconvenience because, yes, that is nothing to snicker about. And so we give them a snicker bar. Susan, that's like the cutest. You give them a Snickers bar? Yeah. I'm almost convinced to drive the four and a half hours just to go grocery shopping every week. Um, oh, I love it. And so another thing that you do that brings happiness for people, I saw on your website that you dress as a clown. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and... The 4th of July? I have loved being the clown. I've done that for 26 years in the famous Kanab 4th of July parade. If you want to come to Kanab, come at the 4th of July because there's nowhere in America that doesn't like Kanab. The parade is awesome. It's really interactive. It's fun. Um, they have a water fight with the fire trucks at the end. Then they have... It's great. And then they have vendors at the park and food all day and, and games for the kids and swimming. And then at night they have entertainment up at the park. And the fireworks are done up in the canyon. And so they reflect on the canyon wall 
the noise ricochets off. It's just, it is a great way to celebrate the 4th of July. So one question I love to ask is what's been the challenges, but also the rewards of running this business? I guess the most challenging thing that we have faced as a store and as a community has been the flooding issue because for the last three years, we have had horrible floods that have come through and just, it doesn't destroy the property, but it just makes such a huge muddy mess and you just get so tired cleaning it up and keeping the business going and it impacts the whole community. And that's probably been our biggest challenge. And then the most rewarding is when you can go out and you can buy groceries for someone and or solve their problem or help them in any way that you can make their day better. That is the greatest reward there is, to serve other people and and to see their joy. The grocery place is a gathering place, and it is some, uh, a place that I ask them that they leave out their politics and they leave out their religion because we all come together as people, and we want to all be able to come together as friends, to gather and visit and and get the food that we need to feed our family and friends and to live. And so we want to be a positive part of that. Susan, thanks so much for sharing more about your cute grocery store and just the the values that you really have, that it's not just a place to come get food, but a place to gather. It is a cute place and you've got to come. I definitely will come and visit. Thanks for listening, Utah. And make sure to head on down to Honey's Marketplace in Kanab, Utah. If you love the beehive state, we're here to tell you why it is great. From Lake Powell up to Bear Lake, our scenery just can't fake. It's 29, all with plenty of places you can die. This western state is quite the hub to learn more. Join with us at the Utah Fan Club. Mm-hmm.